0: Kids, I made some lemonade for you. Sounds great. Bring it in here. What the? What are you doing inside? Work was hard, so we quit. What? Hard work made us quit. I see. Well, then, no chores, no allowance. Okay, we get our room and board free anyway. And Santa Claus provides the rest. Hmm. We need money fast! Well, well, well. Looks like somebody's gonna have to do some yards! It's carnival time! Here's money, kids! Take what you need! Oh boy! Three right, money. money! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Four-finger discount, dude!
1: Welcome to Four Finger Discount. This week, we're here to review one of my favourite episodes from season nine. It is Bart Carney.
2: I am Dando. I am Mitch. How are you, sir? I am well. Thank I'm you, take Dando. These headphones off. Okay then. It's too hot. And going nude. <laughs> Socks off. Headphones off. It's a uh, industry term, by the way. Not not literal. Well, what it what it means in podcasting language when you say someone is going nude is that Dando is literally not wearing any clothing. I never usually do. Yeah. Now, I don't think anyone uses the cont- that word in that context outside of podcasts. I just felt like that should be explained to the listeners. Have you ever gone commando at just work? Just tuck that to the left, will you? Have I ever gone commando at work? I have, last week. It was amazing.
0: <laughs>
1: there was no clean underwear. I went commando. It was like I was the most comfortable I've ever been at work. What sort of pants were you wearing? Uh, shorts. Baggy shorts. Not baggy, baggy shorts. Just shorts that were mm. loose-fitting.
2: Yeah, okay. So, my main problem with... For the last seven or so years, I've been wearing kind of work slacks and it's not the most comfortable fabric to have ru- sitting up against your skin in the mm. more delicate regions. Jeans wouldn't be good either, like I'm wearing jeans now. Yeah. So, like, while I can understand the comfort, the, at the most that I've ever been able to afford myself is a slightly looser fitting jock. Do you still wear jocks? No, but that was just a funnier <laughs> word to say. My brain went, hmm, jock brief, brief jock jock what's the age you leave you
1: make the leap from jocks to boxer shorts, boxer to, shorts briefs. to briefs
2: uh so i think i went jocks to boxes at about 14 i think Th-
1: i was boxes about year
2: seven it's about 13 yeah 13 sure. 14. yeah i i know i was later than other people i saw them getting around the schoolyard and I was yeah like, eh, what's this uh are so uncomfortable brave though. new world but and like your parents typically that you'd get silk at the beginning and yeah. your pants are just slide down everywhere. Yes. And so you really, if you go on boxing, you're your really down
1: there and it gets really uncomfortable. Yeah,
2: you go for a run and yeah. it like hitches up the side and yeah. you sport get, class is no fun. You get wedged up shorts. against your thigh. Yeah, it's not great. Um, so, And then that's what you go, well, the hell with these. And then you find briefs and you're like, where's this? What's this beautiful middle ground? that's that, this comfort. Yeah, why did no one <laughs> ever tell me these existed? It's cupping. <laughs> Then you find out that Calvin Klein briefs cost ninety bucks a pop, and you're you're fourteen, and you're working a mail route, and you can't. And then you then you discover commando because you (laughs) (laughs) then you have a child, and you go commando.
1: (laughs) That's why you're fourteen. Yeah, you go to the Saturday from (laughs) cryo. Speaking of cryo, you go to the
2: Saturday market. You get Calvin Klein underwear. Calvin (laughs) Klein,
1: much cheaper. Yeah. Still, just as efficient,
2: right? I'll just stick with my Tommy Hilfigers. Do you go by brand? You seem like someone that would buy clothing by brand. No, I not not as much, but I have had Calvin Klein. Oh, I do have some Calvin Klein underwear, and it's quite good. So if I ever say it on special, I'll grab it because I know that the quality is good. Is it though? Is it actually better quality? Well, the ones that I wear are very comfortable. It's a nice cotton. Hey, what are you wearing right now? Uh, right now, I'm wearing some Justice League themed underwear that I think came from Kmart. So no, I'm not choosy. Okay. <laughs> So, Bart Carney, I, as I said at the start, I really enjoy this episode, always have, always been one of
1: my favourites from season nine. It was
2: really good. It's really funny. Yeah. It, it, Homer I, was hilarious in this. this. Another one, as happens a lot with season nine, it's one that I hadn't really revisited for a, a very long time. Okay. Kuda was a really good character.
1: Jim uh, Varney was fantastic.
2: Yeah, probably someone that I'd not given a second thought to um, from when I'd first watched this episode, but yeah, it was a really, really good performance, like kind of nuanced in in comedy, which was really good.
1: Known to most for his... What do you reckon he's known more for?
2: Being Ernest
1: or Slinky Dog?
2: Hmm. Well, as a face, Ernest. Yes, like, if yeah. you saw him in the street, no one's going to go, oh, my God, that's Slink. The voice, though, I mean. If you heard him speak on the phone, like, if you called the, um, I don't know, Geico insurance line, and he was working in the call centre there, which is kind of what I imagine he's probably doing when he, between between Pixar gigs. Yeah. That you oh, go, he's, holy he's, shit, he, he it's he passed away in 2000. But oh, did he? Yes, well, joke out the window would explain Geico's. Don't go for a joke, don't go for a joke. There's no
1: need to no, just the hole is dug, just don't, go, don't jump in. Continue, dropping. continue, continue.
2: I didn't know he was dead he's mostly dead. because I didn't realize that Slink had been replaced.
1: Yeah, he got replaced. So he was in Toy Story 1 and 2, and he got mm. replaced with Toy Story 3. Gotcha.
2: So this episode aired. In this when? This, 1998 and he passed away, yeah, two years later. This is the thing with voiceover artists. Because they're so good, they can step into someone else's shoes and you don't even know what happened. Yeah, it's like Bugs Bunny. Like Billy West just yeah. becomes Bugs Bunny. Like, what? Yeah. And yeah, like came in and did it better than anyone else had ever mm. done it. Oh, uh, Mel Mel. Blanc. Oh, well, sorry. Yeah, okay. So, I've, I've stepped over the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, no, no. Not better than Mel Blanc. <laughs> but had done it better than anyone since Mel Blanc. I think he was the first person to do it since Mel Blanc. Like, he may... Uh, oh, was he? I'm pretty sure when he was. When did die? Mel, didn't he die in the 90s? Let me have a quick look. For people playing four-finger discount and drinking game at home. <laughs> yeah. Died in 1989. Surely, oh, okay. surely there was a Bugs Bunny... There would have been, surely. Like, ...originals made between 89 yeah. and Space Jam. Anyway,
1: but anyway, yeah, so Chimvani, anyway, but as Kuda was absolutely great. Just so, so good playing
2: the uh, the of... Carne- now, his name isn't actually Kuda. Their last name is Kuda. Well, the last name is Kuda. That threw me off. That's kind off. of well, the nickname. They referred to him as Kuda. Yeah. It's like when I found out your name wasn't Dando. Yeah, yeah, but do you
1: actually, do you find out what his name? Look up Kuda and uh, tell me if it actually has a name.
2: I'm not sure if what you ever name? would find it out. Kuda Kuda. Kuda Kuda. Kuda <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Kuda. There's the... Obscure Australian, Australian reference. <laughs> reference. You can fill mark that card off. You guys will be drunk by the half hour mark. Ruining Cooter and Spud's life. No, he's just credited as Cooter.
1: Okay. So Spud, his design is based
2: off of Bart, the face. And face. Yeah, and Bart, can really see it. Bart with a Billy Ray Silas mullet Rat tail done into a yeah, like kind of braided. It's like Thor's beard <laughs> <laughs> after, after Stormbreaker comes along. It's um. It's
1: also... I, I thought he looked a bit and sounded a bit like... uh Who's the, the, the shit kid
2: in Marge Be Not Proud? Gavin. Gavin, yeah. He did look very, very similar. I yeah. was,
1: and Gavin also had a rat tail.
2: Hmm. Maybe he's going by a different name in the Carney world. Maybe. Because we don't see Gavin's dad. Maybe... I mean, that woman we'll looks, looks like... The woman that like te- yells at Gavin very much looks like she's a woman of divorce. So... Formerly married to Cooter Took him for everything Cooter's had to join the Carney game Gavin and mum have a fight Gavin joins Cooter
1: So Spud is a nickname
2: Yeah I like this
1: hypothetical That's where it's going Yeah We could base a whole article around this
2: One whole article Yes
1: <laughs> Spud is C- uh, Gavin <laughs> <laughs> With
2: any luck We might get but What happened to Caitlin? 700 readers What happened to Caitlin? Who's Caitlin? His sister I'm not sharing with Caitlin. No, she stays with mum. She stays with mum? Yeah. Uh, so, back, honey. so you enjoyed it? Yeah, I did. I, I, I really, really liked this episode. The only, I mean, if I was going to nitpick, which would give you another square, is that Lisa, just in that opening little bit, was very un-Lisa. She was very un-Lisa, yeah. yeah. That was the only, it was a plot contrivance where they just were writing her a particular way just to suit getting the story along. It's starting to happen a lot more And then often. she flipped after that and went back to being normal.
1: And I, I sort of, as I was reviewing it, I'm thinking, I'm usually the first person to complain about characters not behaving the way they normally do, and it's happening more and more frequently. But I also found myself self laughing at that scene quite a lot. And I thought, hmm. I can see why they were doing it. Because this show is designed to make you laugh. And I was laughing nonstop. Like that scene where they're trying to uh, justify having to cut each other's hands off, yeah, to get out of doing the work. It was yeah. fucking great. Yeah, that was pretty
2: funny. <laughs> but who's gonna chop my hands off? Yeah. <laughs> you chop them halfway off, and then I'll still have enough strength to chop off yours. And then my just get the work. <laughs> also, like I said, also uh, Homer I thought was great in this. Homer was really, really, good at this. really funny. Yeah, it was the perfect blend of dumb and street savvy, and just excitable and childish. And he wasn't
1: cruel at any part. No, mm-hmm. he wasn't
2: at any stage. Yelling at gravity he just he, he yeah it, this was the only thing it didn't have was an emotional ring that early Homer had he wasn't yeah. the heart of the episode but as in terms of latter day Homer or latter seasons Homer this was a really great depiction
1: what I thought was good was the ending in a sense that I can remember watching for the first time and having no idea where they were going we were beaten by the best yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, there's plenty of uh, alternate endings for this. Oh, really? I don't know what they actually were. They may have mentioned it in the um, audio commentary, but I can't quite remember. But the ending—I don't know about you, but you never know where—if you're watching for the first time, you don't know where it's going to go. I know they plant the seed of the door being open, but mm. that's not going
2: to be entering your mind. Well, my brain did flick to, "Oh, there's going to be a trick," but I don't know How if that. Though? Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's because of me just guessing storytelling techniques. Or if it's because somewhere in my memory I remembered how the episode ended Like a, like up to that point I wouldn't have been able to tell you Oh yeah, this is how it ends But in that moment I had this flash And I don't know if it was a thought Or <laughs> or just a depressed <laughs> <laughs> memory <laughs> <laughs> like, like maybe the first time I was ever watching this My dad was beating my stepmother or something So my brain just went No, we'll put that information Somewhere to the back
1: <laughs> That happened frequently or? No <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're making some terrible jokes in this episode. Infrequent beatings. <laughs> now, you mentioned alternate endings, one yep. of them at the very least, and it does seem like there were a few others that um, that aren't on Wikipedia, because by this point, the uh, Wikipedia page is relatively thin on the ground when it comes to Simpsons episodes. <laughs> it used to be like an essay. It'd, yeah, be, it'd take you six and a half hours to read the Wikipedia page for season one. I wonder why that is. It's just the fans don't care enough to I write. think write. I think it is literally that. They just haven't... I think it's you listen to audio, you can only listen to audio commentaries and then type them, type out the interesting bits on the internet for so long before whoever it was that was doing that had to go to work. <laughs> but one of them was an ending where Homer does nail it and gets the hula hoop around yeah, the chimney.
1: Which I'm not sure where they would go from that. Um, I prefer this
2: ending. Yeah, maybe there would have been some callback to the Carney Code or something like that. He's mm-hmm. been beaten at his own game. So Speaking of Carney Code, so fantastic, Dan.
1: Um, who's in this episode. Mm. I won't mention where because it's part of my trivia. Okay. but uh, He's also in an episode upcoming one called I'm with Cupid where Apu does all the Valentine's Day things for Manjula. Do you remember okay. that episode? And he hires Fantastic Dan Oh, yeah. to um, the skies.
2: Like, And he, he yep. calls it It's the
1: Skyrider's Code.
2: Which yeah, Which I'm sure right. is a reference to the Carny Code. I'd actually, you've reminded me of a photo I needed to share with, to the patrons that I... Uh, took a photo of someone that was doing some skywriting the other day it was mm. like XOXO and a love heart but they did it upside down obviously the XOs makes no difference but the love heart was upside down oh okay I'm, yeah. just, I'm like is that the joke oh wait no yeah <laughs> so that was Yeah. You know, I was like I, I just looked at that and went oh how much does that cost to fuck it up you sure it's, it's not a they weren't doing a spade definitely not <laughs> there was nothing <laughs> nothing getting put in like it wasn't like an arrow type thing or anything yeah. like that yeah okay just, oh, that's a shame just made a mistake Unless he's you, got his bearings up.
1: Maybe they're looking at it from the wrong angle. Because if you look at it from that way, it will always, no. always be upside down. No, it?
2: it will always be upside down.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, silly, it's, silly it's up and down. It's yeah, not yeah, east and yeah, west.
2: It's <laughs> east and west, yeah.
1: Oh, well. Now, did you notice also this episode didn't have a B plot? Uh, yeah, I, did. I think the episodes that don't have B plots in this season have been the better ones. I think in almost any season. No, I wouldn't say that. There are some pretty great B plots.
2: Yeah, no, there are great B-plots, but I still think that it's more satisfying when they don't have one because I'm- generally it means that they've got enough that they want to flesh the story out mm. and you get more time with the characters. That's probably why Kuda does stick out more because if there was a B-plot in this, Kuda loses scenes. That's the only way around it. You don't get as much of him, whereas when it's just that A-plot, you get to spend more time with him. And some, you know, sometimes when a guest star comes in, you feel like you get five or six lines out of them and they move on, whereas... I- I didn't realise that he got as much screen time as he did. And this, he's, this is seriously one of the more underrated uh,
1: celebrity appearances yeah. on the show. You think of top 10 celebrity appearances, you never think of Kuda. No, He does don't. a damn
2: fine job. He does. I'm still... I mean, it's probably still justified that he's not... He, I wouldn't put him in the top 10 off this, I, but I've what I would say him. is that he's in the conversation. Yeah. And I've never thought of him that way before.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've read a few reviews on this one in the lead up to doing this review from people online. And there's several people Ugh, including, those fools.
2: including I think the one of them's
1: even mentioned on the Wikipedia page from that I can't believe it's an unofficial Simpsons Guide, whatever that book's called, that always seems to be quoted and not our book. Yeah. But uh That they, one that's out of print.
2: Yeah. I reckon whoever
1: wrote that book wrote the Wikipedia entries. <laughs> <laughs> they um they mention that they think it's it's not a good episode in the sense that it portrays Carnies in a very stereotypical
2: negative way. Well, yeah, they're carnies.
1: The whole show is based on that,
2: like being stereotypes. It's not an in-depth look at the life of the American carnival entertainer. It's... Highlighting the stereotypes that make that can make funny jokes. Yeah. And again, they're carnies. Yeah. it's and Like, it, I, due respect, this is what they do. They rip people off.
1: I, I loved one of the comments on the review, one of the reviews I read. Online. For fun,
2: by the way. I'm, I'm not saying that yeah, like yeah. a moral crusade, but the games are rigged. Like, that's you know and and yeah they do you go to the Geelong show and they still talk like that Yeah, step right up step right up don't be shy you sir. would you like a raffle ticket 30s (laughs) slang yeah
1: (laughs) but they I wrote one of the comments on one of the online reviews and it said fun fact I'm a carny I think it's hilarious oh good People just have to complain about something, do they not? Yeah. Like, this review was written last year. So, someone's gone back and watched it. And they're like, oh, it's just... It's not very fair to carnies. So I'm sure they wouldn't like being portrayed this way. It's like, shut the fuck yeah, up.
2: Realty Bites wasn't very fair to Asian real estate salespeople. Yeah. You know, this, this isn't fair to anybody. Deal with it. No. <laughs> not even <of an> Americans. <laughs> Most recently, not fair to uh, Canadians or SEALs, apparently. Really? Yeah. There was some... Oh, loosely call it controversy. It was more that some... A couple of people complained on Twitter and, artic- and let's say, C-grade news outlets went, oh, this will get some clicks. We'll say that The Simpsons have caused controversy. Was it CNET? No. Uh, it, like, Polygon, that sort of yeah. area. Uh, it was... Ralph said something about stupid newfies, which is a reference to people from Newfoundland, and then clubbed a, fur, like, clubbed a toy seal. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: that's them pointing
2: at an issue that actually happens. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the thing. Okay, but it was one of those things where few people complained, a lot of other people went lighten up. It was funny. People from that area put a vague heading on. Yeah, because the they were trying to say that Newfies was a slur in the same way okay. that calling someone from England a pom is, is like it a slur. No, it's not. To maybe one percent of people out there. Yeah, like to me, that's no different to calling an Australian an Aussie. Like that's pom has never been used in a derogatory way. It's just a nickname for the yeah. They um
1: they don't have all the carnies behave this way. They are like that guy at the end of the ghost train.
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many one-liners in this that I found it very hard to pick a favorite moment. Like the. Oh, I found it easy like, actually. Like Homer going on the ride and everyone going, oh, oh my heart. <laughs> 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 there was just so many so many great moments, but I think the ki- it's when the kids go ding 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 and Homer runs out saying ice cream man. Ice cream man. But my most this is the quote that I forgot that it was even in The Simpsons. But I use this all the time when the kids go, "We need money fast." Well, well, well. That well, well, well. I use that all the time when, especially when I've proven Nicola wrong. Well, well, well. As if it seems that you are wrong and I was right. Like I say it like that all the time. I must have got it from this episode. Yeah, right. But just that the look on the face. I, I just think this is one of my favorite intros in a while. I just think it's so funny that the they complain that they need money or oh, they complain they don't want to do anything for money. Realize they need money. Marge thinks she's got them and Homer home walks around with free again. money. <laughs> yeah, take all the And, money they, all, need. and they all run out saying ding, 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 ding. Yep. Oh, I thought I
2: was just laughing so hard. Yeah, that was pretty great. Well, my favorite moment also came from the opening sequence. Yeah. And it was one that like often when I'm doing favorite moments, I'll write down five or six and I'll process memory, of elimination yeah. and go through. But this was one where I wrote this one down and then any other time I went to write one down, I looked back at that one and went, no, nope, not better than it." <laughs> and it's, we'll play the cl- play the clip because I can't do it as well.
0: Ah! Ah! Oh, Ned, I'm so sorry. Oh no problem, Marge.
2: Oh. Ned scream when the snake gets thrown over the fence. Either. Oh, yeah. Or oh, the first one. No, the first one. The first one. Yeah. Okay. As soon as the snake goes. Ah. <laughs> like, it's just, I think it's so so great because you don't actually see Ned like that. Not to. I don't want to break it down, but it's just really funny that you think it's just harmlessly getting tossed over a fence. Ah! <laughs> I, don't think it's, I like just imagine uh, uh, you going about your business <laughs> and a fucking snake
1: gets you in the head. I like it more in the sense that he's just like, no, it's okay, Marge. Mm. Yeah, but he's still in pain. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, this episode it was great. It really was great. Uh, so you've said your favorite moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do some trivia. Let's.
3: Next question. You there eating the paste?
1: I'll kick off. Okay. What is the official name of the carnival?
3: Oh,
2: um, no, I didn't look at the trucks.
1: I was on the front sign as I was walking in. Mm-hmm. It was Colonel Texas, Colonel Texas's traveling carnival.
2: Okay, well, that does make sense based on the man who was operating. Yes, all. Oh, uh, one of my question: the one of the carnies, I think it was the carny that operates the the teeth chipper, mm-hmm. had five tattoos, five different um okay. images tattooed onto his arm. Yep. I will. Take a correct point if you can name three of them. Uh we're gonna guess a snake. There was a reptile skin. I'll give you that. A skull of some kind. No. Ah, uh, what's it, an anchor? No. He's not a sailor. He's a carny. And I'm just trying to think of the a moth. Tattoo? Okay, so <laughs> that's the end of that. Think. Okay, what was like the most late '90s stereotype tattoo that someone might get around their bicep? Uh, barbed wire? <laughs> yes. So it kicked off with barbed wire. <laughs> it then had green reptile skin, but yep. rather than a snake, I think it might have been a dragon. The dragon is okay. still giving it yep. to you. So the dragon would then lead fire. to fire. Yes. So reptile skin into fire. We then had an item you would find on a deck of cards. A heart? No. Uh, you said it earlier in this uh, review. I saw the spade. Spades. Then a dagger. Was the a final dagger. one? Okay. The little dagger at the bottom. Don't Brock Lesnar have a giant dagger that goes down his chest? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's not so much a dagger; it's more like fucking Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, what's? I the... think the legend has it that the one true king of England can actually walk up to Brock Lesnar and peel that tattoo off. him <laughs> <laughs> The chosen one. <laughs> he he is worthy. <laughs> the McMahon in the lake <laughs> told it to be true. What's He-Man's sword? Oh, um, I don't actually know. I've never watched an episode of He Man. What does he say? Uh, I know the, that there's the, a lot of um, geeks that are screaming at me there. The Power but
1: of Greyskull. That's what he says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my next question is what is the name of the camel? Oh. Former children's show in Australia. Children's show, I should say.
2: Former children's show. Humphrey? Yes, Humphrey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we saw you. the most Thanks amazing the camel. It had a red hat. Yeah. <laughs> it was wearing a hat. <laughs> Sorry, he was wearing a hat. <laughs> Uh, how many clowns were next to Krusty? When I'm he say got, five. Four. Four. Damn, he was the fifth. Okay. Yep. And finally for me, where does Fantastic
1: Dan live? Um, no, I don't know. In the Whack-A-Mole game.
2: Oh, he lives in the game. Remember it's when great. they say we can live in the Whack-A-Mole? No, Fantastic Dan already lives there. And then ah, Nelson hits okay. him in the head. Gotcha. I must have been scratching my dog's ear at that point. Okay. Uh, Indy was a little bit needy this afternoon. My final question... Chief Wiggum had a coffee mug on his desk. It was holding pencils. What was the artwork on that mug? Should I know it? Only if you looked at it. So it's not Simpsons related? No. Okay, no idea. It's just an I Love New York mug. I thought it was
1: text. Yeah, okay. The way you worded that question, I thought it must have been a symbol. Well, it's I Heart New York. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: From this day forward, your name shall be...
2: Alrighty, new names for the episode. I've just gone with... I mean, it's slightly... Slightly using it uh, One that's been used before But Bart and Finks mm-hmm. what is, What's Bart Carney a play on? Anything? I don't know um, Yeah, I, I really Not to sound ignorant But I don't know Anyway Pat Wright uh, has come up with A better one than me With Carney Grumbles it Would have been good If this episode had Barney and if, if, if Barney Carney was involved Gumbles. But still I uh, I do enjoy that Yeah. Nick Barbaro With the mystery of the missing bribe Oh, that is a fantastic scene it's it's, it's, sort of, it's, yeah. so,
1: it's like a throwback to the Thompsons it is a little bit yeah very very good and the know what's even better is well, I, I thought this was great when he gives home the, the register and I was like how do we handle refunds and <laughs>
2: <laughs> ended the part I'll take 10 rings <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Kotnick with two bad squatters was a pretty good one. Dan Crawford from one Dan to another. Ernest goes to 742 Evergreen Terrace. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Peseca, how Homer got his ass groove back.
1: Come on, Homer.
2: Jackie Clare with the little carney shop of squatters. That's great. That's yeah. the winner so far. That's a, There's a lot going on there. She's actually given some credit to that to Nick okay. um Because we have like like an actual relationship going on inside the Four Finger Discount. Yeah, Patron's they, they listen page. to our
1: show. It's their way of bonding. Yeah. And Not their only way of bonding, but...
2: They have, like, sessions where they listen to the show together. Do you think it's ever, like, been played as a preamble to... Every time Mitch says this, do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'd like to think that my voice is somewhere out in the, you know, ringing around someone's ears. Well, we do put people while to they sleep. might be ringing. Or, or we, we calmed We've put someone's people, wife. We have put... Yeah, we calmed someone's wife. Uh, Other people have listened while falling asleep. We've Uh, made people burst out laughing in public places. We've taught people's children some new words. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've done quite a lot. We've reached a broad spectrum. Have we made up any words on this podcast? We should do that more often. Yeah, I actually was trying to make up a word the other day, but now I've forgotten what... Oh, yeah, no. I wanted to make up a word for the feeling when... You tr- you're having a com- conversation on Facebook Messenger or something like that, and you w- you search for a GIF and you can't find it, or a GIF and you can't yeah. find it. Uh, so it's a work in progress. I haven't even wo- like I haven't even got there yet, but that happened. I was like, mm, there's got to be a word for so that. An emotion. Yeah, like that. very specific emotion of a disappointing feeling of. Yeah, like oh, this is gonna be so great. Ah, oh, it doesn't exist. And now I can't make the really good joke that I was gonna make. So it's like a GIF denial, GIF GIF regret, GIF. Missing out. Something in in that emotional realm. Gift out. Gift out. Gift out. Mm. By the end of the episode. Gift. I'm gift.
1: By <laughs> the end of the episode. How good's the feeling though when you just do a, a broad search of the theme for what you're going for and then you find the specific gift that you hoped is going to be there?
2: Yeah. It's like, yes! Or even better when you find one that you never knew existed. Yeah. Yeah. That's also really good. And it's even better than the one you're going to put? Ah yes, anyone else? Yeah, there's a few others. This was um, this was an episode that came up with uh, a lot of people came up with good ones. I think for... this is an episode that a lot of people enjoy. Mm. So. Joel and King, Lord of the Ring toss. That's really good as well. That's actually probably the, that's sorry, Jackie. I think that's better than yours. <laughs> Bailey Cashin, all all yard work and no simulation makes Bart a bad boy. Tom Harris Smith, Children of the Khan. Brackets, Ival. Close brackets. Will Brinton, a ring too small sounds vaguely sexual. <laughs> sounds, sounds, sounds. like a porno. <laughs> Like it's obviously a bridge too far, but yeah, it does very much sound like a porno. <laughs> so does Lord of the Rings though, so Yeah. Lewis Douglas Kavanaugh, Water for Stampy, referencing a movie that precisely six people saw. And say Stampy or Stampy? Stampy. It's also referencing
1: the Simpsons. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. But also like the thing about that is Water for Elephants, unless you've seen the movie, you wouldn't know that it was set yeah. in the circus. Based off the title, you'd think it's someone trying to overcome the drought. In Africa. So, what is that that movie about? Uh, I think it's a romance that happens. So, what does this have to do with carnivals? No, well, it's at a circus. Circus and carnivals oh, At a circus. Enough. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and last and... Probably and least? Not quite least. Neil Park's Cirque de Simpson. Cirque de Simpson, yeah. Yeah. Kind of works. Kind of works. I'll be honest, This Silver Circus is in town, and this episode really put me in the mood to go see it. Like, How? I watched this episode, and then I went... I wonder how many days the circus has got left.
1: How awesome. Have you driven down the um, Torquay Highway, sort of out of Way, and seen those robotic dinosaurs on the side of the circus? Mm. Yeah, they
2: look
3: really cool.
1: I was on my way to see um, Endgame, and I was like, I want to go see these things. Take a dinosaur into the movies with me. Imagine imagine if you were a kid driving past and seeing a fucking Mm. dinosaur. Yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. And it's clever, because people are anti-circus now because of the the treatment of animals. Mm. So, just having robotic giant dinosaurs, genius.
2: Yeah. It's really good when the robot dinosaurs ride around on the elephants. (laughs) I mean, they have to whip the elephants first to make them do it, of course. But, you know, entertaining.
1: Do they still actually have animal circuses in Australia?
2: I don't know. I haven't seen one for a very long time. The only thing...
1: I I wouldn't go to one if they did.
2: The only thing about the circus is, like, it's... Unless it is Circus LA, which is truly phenomenal, Mm. that you're largely watching the same stuff that you were watching 20 years ago. Like... Some clowns are going to come around, they'll slap each other on the head with the big floppy shoe. A magician's going to do the same illusions that he's been doing for the last 30 years that all involve, all involve hiding in a box and then coming out in a different location. Be like, well, there's no magic there. You just bought a trick and jumped in there. A chick doing be rings, cool. doing the rings. Yeah, the rings, like 43 hula hoops yep. at a the time. There'll be some cool acrobatics and like, you know, I appreciate all that sort of stuff. And then, but like really, you're just there and going, come on, come on. Circle of death, circle of death, circle of death, and then you hear the motorbike rev, and you're like, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's exactly what happens. This is the ten minutes I came for. That's what happens at the Geelong Show as well. Yeah, you get the wood chipping. Yep, <laughs> wood chopping, I should say. Yeah, um, the uh, tractor race, and then it's the circle of death.
2: Yeah, <laughs> maybe a monster truck if you're lucky. May maybe. You go on the matinee Saturday. <laughs> this does remind me of this episode
1: that I've to the Geelong Show. Like as a kid, I used to really enjoy it. It's one of the moments, mm. one of the weekends I always look forward to. Yeah, were you a Geelong show? Yeah, I loved Geelong like? show yeah. when I was a kid. It can. When I think about, it, I can always just remember the smell of everything, like the hot jam donuts yeah. and. You know, uh, when you, a, When you first walked in, though, for this is like a local reference. People who listen locally. By the way, shout out to our our man from Kerr's Hire, Mister Jared Kerr. Saw so mm. him uh, at Elliot swimming lessons the other day. Listen to the show. Okay, shout good. Jared.
2: Well, you're never too old to learn, <laughs> and <laughs> he uh,
1: just. Reminds me of um walking into walking to the Geelong show and there was nothing at the start. Remember there was always just like stalls, mm. so you're always trying to drag your mum through to the actual rides. Yeah. like no, I want to look at this stuff. She's like, Mum, yeah, I and that's exactly what the family does here. They all want to go try different things, and Marjorie's like, just relax, yeah. we'll get
2: to that. Yeah. It's one of those things. The show was one of those great examples of looking back at the past with rose-tinted glasses, because you go as an adult and you're like, it's, "Oh boy, showbags have gotten really bad." And then it's like, "No, showbags have just always been bad." But yeah. when you were a kid, you didn't know. Yeah, you thought ta- you got your cheap plastic handcuffs and you were happy.
1: You just want all you wanted was your birdie beetles.
2: and one good cap gun. Yeah, cap Remember, guns. Like I, I imagine that they're not the smell of allowed. the cap guns after yeah, you fired them. Of it. A post discharge cap gun is yeah. amazing, and there's not many things that you can say smell amazing post discharge, but that's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you get it's probably the best joke you've made in <laughs> <laughs>
1: You get a cap gun, or you get a whoopee cushion, mm. or you get a phantom comic. It's always phantom
2: comics, yeah, it was actually. <laughs> <laughs> they never had DC or Marvel. It was just the ghost who walks Over and over and over again <laughs> Phantom masks <laughs> Phantom dress ups All, those all these kids walking around Particularly now Kids would be walking around Who the fuck's this Phantom guy yeah.
1: I, I'm, I, He's in need of a Netflix reboot Billy Zane series. was big in the 90s Netflix reboot series Phantom
2: oh, That would be amazing Yeah Now that they've lost Daredevil And that mm. sort of stuff Yeah get on that
1: Phantom's coming back man It's mm. going gonna, gonna to make a comeback Who's going to play him though
2: <laughs> yeah still Billy Zane he made the role his own uh, no alright um, another Billy Billy Crudup you reckon it was just the first Billy that came to my head not Billy Baldwin <laughs> Billy uh, who's the dude from Smashing Pumpkins he was slightly ch- oh, um, Billy Corgan Billy Corgan <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't need an actual mask he'd just paint his forehead purple <laughs> People would think he was in he costume. Is. He now you call
1: uh, Shami Man pudding face? No, no, no. Billy Corgan is pudding face. Yeah. Pudding, pudding face Corgan mm-hmm.
2: man. What about? Oh, I'm trying to think. A Serious. I, I don't want to say like the usual ones because whenever someone says Batman, it's like Army Hammer or someone like that. I'm trying to think of someone that's like the off. The, yeah. yeah, like the off Broadway version of a superhero because that's really what the Phantom. is. What about is. Neil Patrick Harris? No, no. It can't be going guy <laughs> comedy. It's disgusting.
1: Could he not play Sirius? No. It's like Paul Rudd. Did anyone think Paul Rudd could play Sirius?
2: He doesn't play Sirius. He, he plays doesn't, comedy. He plays the comic relief, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. James, oh no, James Marsden's already done superhero stuff, so he can't. And he's in the fucking Sonic movie. Have you seen the Sonic trailer? Yeah. Oh, God, it looks bad. Yeah, but it's for kids. It's not aimed for us. If, could, would kids even enjoy this? Yeah, because I reckon if you watched the Space Jam trailer as a 30-year-old and you had no vested interest, you would have gone, what the fuck is this? Michael Jordan's playing basketball see, with cartoons. Jam, this is ridiculous. Yes.
1: But see, Space Jam wasn't based on anything. They've just taken a franchise and shit on it. Yeah, but that doesn't. No.
3: Dr. It's, Robotnik... a science, it's a side okay, scrolling so game.
1: Dr. Robotnik in America is called Dr. Eggman because he's shaped like an egg. Oh, is he? Okay. So you know what they've done? They've gone, let's get Dr. Eggman and have him portrayed by the weediest man in Hollywood, Jim Carrey. Good mustache on him, though. As in, like, the, the jokes-wise and everything, the, the acting side of things, fine. But he doesn't look like Robotnik mm. in any way. He's not bald. No, but it's a good moustache. But th- a- <laughs> <that's> a-
2: <laughs> Burt Reynolds has a good moustache. Doesn't mean he could be Dr. Robotnik.
0: Uh, Bert could give it a crack.
2: Bert doesn't say no to many roles, or, well, didn't say no to many yeah. roles. Uh, no. I was just very, very disappointed. But Like I said to the guys at work,
1: I just won't go see it. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to like... Well, yeah, that's sure, uh, that's I'm, what I mean. Kids I'm, will go watch it. I'm kids sure will have fun. Will, people
2: will enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, you know what? The Chipmunks movies sucked, but they weren't made for me. They were made for ten-year-olds. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, you know. enough about Sonic.
1: Sorry about that uh, little
2: derail. Mm. So we will we'll get to the the Phantom later in the, the mailbag. Haley Joel Osment in a gritty reboot as the Phantom. Fat Phantom. Is he fat now? I thought he got ripped. Really? Let me just confirm this. Who's the Sixth Sense kid, right? Yeah. No, um, he was he was putting face. There's some child actor that got super fucking like cut. But this is him here. Look, that's him now. Oh no, not him. <laughs> Hobo Haley. Yeah. Haley Joel Osmond's probably closer to getting cast into that um uh what prequel series of Game of Thrones <laughs> as a young Samuel Tully. <laughs> anyway, Right in. <laughs> Who's got to play the Phantom in our non-existent reboot?
1: <laughs> or do you mean the kid that played um, Anakin Skywalker in Phantom Menace? No. I don't
2: know what name He got scared of Hollywood is. after
1: being in that movie from all the shit that he caught for playing the role. Mm. He's just a child. Mm. Leave him alone.
2: Oh, actually, the guy, the blacksmith kid from Game of Thrones. Don't watch the show. Game of Thrones blacksmith. He could be the new Phantom.
1: Blacksmith Apprentice? Yeah, that's the one. Gendry. So he played Gendry. Gendry. Gendry.
2: Yeah. Gendry could be the Phantom. Look at that he, he does he's He's got like... the body for it. He could do he's it. He's very Christian Bale. He does look very Christian Bale. Christian Bale plays the yeah. <laughs> just, just play a Phantom. Yeah. Just by it safe.
1: Sorry, Gendry. <laughs> da, 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 they, da. they needed an A-lister. <laughs> Gendry can be the stunt double for the stuff that
2: Bale doesn't want to do. <laughs> the Phantom punched me and he's left his indelible arc.
1: Oh, good for you. <laughs> Uh, Bart Carney We haven't even started The episode yet
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's been a fun journey To get to here
1: The original air date Was January 11th 1998 And there was no Chalkboard gag The couch gag Was about to jump on the couch And Nelson pulls it out out
2: Yes I did that to someone In school once They hit the ground Very hard And I instantly regretted My actions You feel so bad Don't you Yeah Yeah. Because you want it To just be like A small stumble that the, Like they'll still graze the chair Catch themselves Ha 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 no, Very funny Hit but the no floor. When their coccyx slaps into the You're like oh And the back of their head hits the chair On the oh, way that down? didn't happen no But it was more just like that shuddering And you, you can tell that their spine just compressed You're like oh <laughs> He did it <laughs> <laughs> How does it start off the episode? It starts off with Santa's little helper not wanting to go outside. Munch trying to push him out the door That's to. Like Jet now. To he go won't go, go clo- outside because he knows Nickel will
1: close the door behind him. Oh, he, wants really? to- he goes outside nah. to eat. So now
2: he'll only eat it's if a- the door's left slightly askew. Downside to Labradors, they're like velociraptors with love. <laughs> they-, <laughs> they figure shit out. <laughs> <laughs> they like he around. knows where the treats are. Yeah. And- yeah. He, he realised he was only being put outside to go to the toilet and the door was being closed. <laughs> he remembers. Um, for some reason, I went Hannibal Lecter in that. But it's, um, uh, No, I was doing this the other night with Indy. So, I um, was trying to trying to be a more responsible pet owner, basically. Um, so, my cat got in a hell of a fight. I forget that you have a cat. So do I. Up until the last week, I've never actually. Cons- <laughs> so that's the responsible pet Yeah, up until the last week, I'd never considered her part of the family, but she's actually started spending some time on my lap, and I've grown somewhat attached in the last few days. We don't, owned- don't, don't
1: fall for it. No, nah. cats are evil.
2: But you've, you, I don't know if you've seen my cat. My cat, if you took away her fur, could fit into my two hands. So like she's five years old, but she's very, very small. Okay. And there's a lot of cat fights that happen around the neighborhood, and we heard one. I was like, hey, don't even give it a second thought. You're like, no, I'm more like a. <laughs> <laughs> trees rustle. <laughs> anyway, the I was, cat comes I was in. Just like in bed, now going, "What was that?" <laughs> the cat comes in. She's got a limp. We pick her up. Oh, she's had a She was got a scratch across oh, the tear no, duct. She's yeah. bleeding. A combination of blood and pus. I from go for the They go for the eyes. Man. It was a badass looking wound. She's fine. Like there was no drama. cleaned it up and everything was fine. But I was like, "Fucking my cat is scar now." Like this is this is pretty badass.
1: Um, patch. But it also then she's I, an I was army like, hyenas." Yeah.
2: But then I was like, okay, so I should probably start to get serious about the cats shouldn't be out at night thing. But that means that I need to be more aware of... Can she get through the dog door? She can, yeah. Okay. So, I've now got to be more aware of actually taking the dogs to go out to the toilet. And we're coming into winter, which is not a good time to be standing in the backyard with your dog staring up at you with a dumb face full of love. Going, you know, you're like, do ease, do ways. And she just sort of keeps looking at you. And you like, I, I just, I don't want to break eye contact with you. And you fall to the only trick that you have which is to show them how it works um, so there I was squatting in the yard do that. cocked a leg <laughs> like this yeah you cocked your leg but I didn't leg my cock no I'm just <laughs> saying it wasn't <laughs> a number one. Oh <laughs> no but um... oh jeez that like you can get away with that with the Labrador because they do decent sized ones I haven't but... <laughs> but when I've been out the back picking it up there has been times have I'm, you ever like... considered it well, there'd be no. And Who cleans up the dog shit? In your me. Yard? Okay. So yeah, there'd be no gain to it. Because
1: wouldn't you? Wouldn't you find it slightly humorous that you took a shit in the backyard and then Ash picked it up later on, thinking it was a dog's?
2: A little bit. <laughs> just why are you happen. laughing, Mitch? No, I think it'd just be funnier to do it in the lounge room and then blame the dog. <laughs> on the bedspread.
1: <laughs> shit smeared on the walls. <laughs> How did it get to the roof? Then they step in said shit, walk it through the house. Yep. How do we get to this?
2: You. This Me? one was actually your fault. Me. Okay. So um... I was telling an innocent little story about trying to show my dog how to do a pee in the backyard, and you turned it into something else. The dog. And won't... because I have no responsibility, I wouldn't stop you. So,
1: Marge <laughs> <laughs> well, realized the dog won't go outside because the backyard's a mess. The kids are supposed to be keeping this yard clean. I'm pretty sure you could be making an effort too much. Not, well, I suppose she's doing everything else in the yeah, household. Yeah, no.
2: You give kids chores at this yes. age. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like that this kind of deconstructs that whole thing of like giving kids pocket money and then them mm. going, I don't need it. You buy me everything.
1: Do kids still get pocket money or do they just get given everything now?
2: No, they still get pocket money. Let's see let's parents that you know, put, uh, put money into bank accounts and that sort of stuff. I, I think it's less like handing them $10 and more. We'll get you a key card and we'll chuck some money in there for you. But yeah, I, I I still think chores are a thing that get supposedly done. It was
1: great know. your pocket money going to the shops buy you know three raspberries, two chocolate frogs,
2: because that, mm. that that I don't
1: think milk bars do that anymore. Where you can get like a dollars worth of mixed lollies. And I think all, they have premixed
2: bags still. Okay. Some of them, yeah. but they're fewer, like they're yeah fewer and further between yeah. than they used to be. Now it's just I don't know. You go around the back of the milk bar and score some ice, and then go off to school. <laughs> I laugh but it's uh, probably true <laughs> so
1: yeah so they she goes inside and well just before that she throws the snake over the fence But we've already played that yep. clip Flanders yep. um, it is pretty funny the funny cry and Bartley's sitting in front of the TV but the TV's not turned on because they're both arguing over who has to turn it on I turned it on yesterday yeah
0: allowance day ding 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 you don't deserve an allowance sure we do ding 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 ding, ding. ice cream man ice cream man <laughs>
1: Nelson then makes fun of Bart's clothes. This was another great moment. That was really funny. I was trying funny. to think of that when you were mentioning that you didn't actually see it Yeah, with, with, with
2: Flanders. Yeah. So Bart just opens the door. I mean, the outfits that they've got are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but it's like you're going in the backyard, who's going to see you? <laughs> Close the door. <laughs> it's really, really good.
0: Man, look at all this stuff. Pull weeds, mow lawn, scoop and bag dog business. There's got to be a way out of this, Lisa. Chop off my hands. No. Then who chop off my hands? All right, you chop my hands halfway off, and then I'll still have enough strength to chop. Get to work.
1: So Margin walks in, and she's found them both. They've already quit. walks in with lemonade.
2: She's doing a yeah, good thing here. Yeah. It's like they're working in the backyard. She I'm going to refresh them. Work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but finds out no. And this is the bit that was the least like Lisa. I couldn't imagine Lisa being that openly defiant of. I've been given a task. Now I've found out that it was hard, so I'm just going to lay on the couch now.
1: Lisa seems like someone who would enjoy going out into the garden and doing stuff. Yeah. just be the, the, the
2: satisfaction then. of an adult has asked me to do something, I've got to get it done. Yeah. Whereas, like, she's written here like any other kid, rather than like Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, she's, she's basically just the second
1: version of Bart hmm. here.
2: Um, then it's this moment, where they're talking about the allowance, and the carnival goes by, and we get the next little great bit from Homer that we already spoke about we We've just running in. Take all the money you need. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so good.
1: Well, well, well. It's just one of my favourites. I did like Bart's reference to Santa Claus as well. He yeah. provides the rest. He provides the rest.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just also the look on Bart and Lisa's face when they look at the window and hear Marge say, well, well, well. They're turning around going, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then they arrive at the carnival. Mm-hmm and everyone just wants to try something different, which we mentioned. That's just what happens. It's very true. Even when you get to like when you're a kid and you get to a big department store of some kind, my sister always wanted to go to the dolls. I always wanted to go to like, the Lego and shit. And, like, yeah, right. I was just like, I'm going to the hunting gear. And my mum's just like, whatever. <laughs> She's just <laughs> left with the mess that's left behind. Um, but mentions he wants to go on the yard simulator. This true, That's pretty funny. This joke, this is in 1998. Yeah. And it's still more relevant now than ever.
2: It is actually. They VR coming along. But, yeah. 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 Like, the fact that people... I mean, I've never played Minecraft, but I do look at that and I'm like, yeah, you could buy Lego. Yeah. (laughs) You could actually build a thing. You can actually do something. Quite impressive what people have done in Minecraft, don't get me wrong, but it's also like, "Eh, yeah, okay, you've just taken a physical thing and turned it digital. Or like, Monopoly as a video game instead of actual Monopoly. The pro of it, though, is that it's cheaper, I guess. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. You buy Minecraft once. Yeah. Build anything. Uh, The tooth chipper...
1: Now, I've written here, you can really feel the pain when you watch this. When oh, they, yeah.
2: When their teeth hit. I wrote, I've, I got that summarised to, God,
1: that's awful. Yes, it sends a shudder down your spine. It's like, oh. Yeah. It's kind of like, it reminded me of when you, um, yeah, yeah, eating ice cream or something and you bite the spoon too hard. It reminded me of American History X. Oh, let's not get into that again. <laughs> Marge warns Homer that he shouldn't be going on this because of his heart condition. Um, what heart condition? Yes. <laughs> gives the speech on carnies because Marge sort of... Makes, doesn't make fun of the Khan. He points out that he looks filthy. doesn't take any offence to it, though. Yeah. The first mention of kings among men. <laughs> I love it <laughs> later on when he mentions it again. So great. Uh, so we hear him on the tooth chipper, and like I said, it's fantastic.
0: Wow, the tooth chipper. Oh, oh me first. You can't go on that. You have a heart condition.
3: Heart condition? Get out of here. You
0: had a quadruple bypass. You nearly died. Don't you remember?
3: Obviously, I don't. Now if you'll get out of my way. But it doesn't
0: look safe. And the guy running it looks a little seedy. No offense.
3: None taken. He's not just some guy, Marge. He's a carny and part of a noble tradition. Carnies built this country. The carnival part of it, anyway. And though they may be rat-like in appearance, they are truly kings among men. Okay, let's go, fatty. Yes, sir! <laughs> yes! Oh, oh my heart!
1: Now it's time for the Screamatorium. This is great. This is fantastic.
3: Fear! Fear in the pit of your stomach! No surgeon can save you! No bromo can soothe you! Do you dare enter the Screamatorium of Dr. Frightmarestein? Only two tickets left.
0: Two tickets? Oh, what a break. <coughs> this isn't very scary. I love Um, I think that one's broken. <coughs> <coughs> that was just confusing. Behold, the ravages of age
3: and Boo Exit your left. Sorry
1: The ravages of age? Because again, <laughs> <you> behold, <laughs> the ravages of age <laughs> the, uh, That's just the confusing maintenance, <laughs> The maintenance guy Boo <laughs> That
2: left to get off <laughs>
0: the, the spring yeah. no, The, the uh, spring uh, coming okay. Yeah, the That's just confusing Yeah
2: <laughs> The spring coming out of the coffin was pretty great. Do you reckon listeners can hear the, uh, the thunderstorm? I don't right? know. So, I hope so. That's a nice little bit of ambiance as yeah. we're talking about the horror yeah, a aspect of it. Do you <laughs> but, want me to put a microphone out the window? Although it's metal, maybe that's not a, yeah, idea. It's probably not a good idea. But
1: the guy's apology at the end, it reminds me of like Gil Gunderson. Tries to sell it and then <laughs> realise,
2: oh, sorry. <laughs> reminds me of me after Ash and I have spent time in the marital bed where perhaps there might have been some time that's passed. In the passed what? The marital bed. Okay. Being marital Yeah <laughs> Where perhaps there has been A length of time In between marital sessions And I might not Define have... session Continue Intimacy <laughs> And I might not have lived up to expectations <laughs> Wait, you get held accountable for that? That's my life <laughs> yeah. But I do a lot more to sell it beforehand
1: Lisa's just I ex- know oh, Lisa <laughs> Fucking Lisa uh, N- Nicholas just accepted
2: it Yeah, right I would hope Lisa hasn't accepted it <laughs> <laughs> what, what toys have you got in here? <laughs>
1: At least the ones that stay in here, they go in the other room. Yeah,
2: that's... All. What have, What has happened to this show? I don't know. <laughs> this is what happens when I come over. On <laughs> Skype, we don't have time for this because I'm worried your internet's going to drop out. <laughs> Whereas here, <laughs> I could go nuts. We'd be halfway through the mailbag by now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, let me get to Krusty with the water guns. Mm-hmm. I thought of all the jokes in this episode, this was the most meh.
2: Yeah, but they tried to save it by really laboring the point. It was just too obvious, though. Like, I... I but that's kind of what, yeah. that, like that's what the joke is. Yeah. If you only did that, if you, they only did that line once, they'd be like, it doesn't work. But then it's the he keeps going on about it and doesn't actually move. So yeah, that, yeah. We get the first appearance from Cooter uh, and Spud mm-hmm.
1: looking for some pigeons. A little vision of Homer as a pigeon.
3: <laughs> oh, oh. really, really good. Uh,
1: they then offer to you can win a TV. See the TV is old fashioned yeah. TV with the cobwebs and shit. Yep. It's Was
2: just, it like the the must have
1: yeah. invention or something. prize from the like thirty years ago. And it's true, though. You go to, even, we went to Time Zone two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. The prizes are so shit.
2: Uh, yeah, they are. You just swap your tickets for as much food as you can get. Food? You can get candy.
1: At Time Zone? Yeah. Mars bars and stuff like that. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what you should be doing. Um, Homer tries it out, but fails. Um, they give him a novelty comb instead. <laughs> Kings among men. You see
2: Cooter and Spud look at each other? Like, yep. yeah, we got him. Then Colonel. Then we get Hitler's car. Yes. Colonel's Some say Hitler's, Hitler's car. skeleton is still in the trunk. Others say just a spare tire. I'm a busy man, so I haven't checked yet.
1: <laughs> now I'm not.
2: I I think he's being honest
1: there, the Colonel. Like he's not saying that in the sense of like just uh, trying to talk it up. Even though he knows it's not in there, he just
2: hasn't checked. And mm-hmm. he probably preferred
1: just not to check because then it would be proven
2: wrong. And he's just never done any reading to know that he died in a bunker.
1: Does the yeah? Does the boot open up?
2: No, it doesn't. It crumples the front, but you don't see anything uh, in the back. Okay, so Bart. This is something that Bart would actually do. It's believable. Mm. Yeah, he accidentally takes
1: it off, but then he's and uh, he's got form. rides in the spirit of St. Louis. Yeah, Bonnie and yeah. Clyde's car. Yes, yeah, yeah. So when it takes off, he actually enjoys, uh, doing it. But yeah, now the guy Ma- Mark Kirkland, who directed this episode, wouldn't let his parents watch this because of this Hitler's reference, because his father fought in the World War or something along oh, okay. those lines. Yep. So he, he always made sure his parents never watched this because he didn't like the line of Bart saying, get out of my way, look at me, I'm Hitler. Right, okay. Just the fact that he was proud of it, the yeah. way it was delivered. Yeah, yep. he, he wasn't proud of that line. Mark wasn't. Yeah, I thought it was an interesting tidbit. It is interesting. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting because the directors don't get final say of what goes into the
2: episode, do they? They direct what's given to them. I. Good question. Probably not. Yeah, I think they would just... They, they get the script. They don't get to... It's not like you've got final cut or anything like they that. They can maybe decide on how The showrunners gets... would have final say, but I don't think a director would be able to nix it. They'd be able to decide, to an extent, how
1: it gets portrayed on screen, yeah. but not the actual joke itself. Yeah. But when they
2: say that television is a writer's medium. Yes. And a director is really just there to service the product. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I like when he runs over the uh, the guy that doesn't feel pain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't stand it. Then you are in grave danger. <laughs> <laughs> Crashes crash the car. Nelson punches him. What did he ever do to you? We come back and the colonel is very pissed off about the car, as you would be. Mm-hmm. We um, get the talking camel.
3: Why, you just damaged the main attraction of my carnival, son. Hey, I thought I was your main attraction. Well, I Oh, you are, Humphrey. You are. Hey, he's getting away. Not so fast, partner. You owe me some money. Hey, come on. He doesn't have any money. Look at his clothes. Hmm. Well, I still can't let him off the hook. You're going to work off your debt right here.
0: At the carnival? Cool.
3: Hey, that's not fair. I want to be a carny, too. Can I, Mr. Hunk? Can I, please? I don't know. you going to get drunk and start a lot of trouble? Sure. Anything you want. Hmm. All right. See you tomorrow, 6 a.m you're going to work like you've never worked before.
0: Woohoo! We just saw the most amazing camel. It was wearing a hat.
1: I love this next montage. With the pig in suite
2: playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And if you... It's <laughs> like yeah, it, the golden age of uh, cartoons. There's a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of cool. Um, Instead of the daffodil or the flower
2: opening, it's the hamburger The wrapper. hamburger unwrapping and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Rats on the hot dog. Yeah. Thing. Getting hosed off. If you don't finish your cotton candy, you won't get no snow cone. <laughs>
1: Oh man!
2: Then Homer and Bart walk over, and he thinks it's in retaliation. Yeah. This was really great. Um, the you now I've I've condensed this down to, hey now, we didn't scam you. No, we're Carnies now. Oh well, in that case, let me show you how I scammed you. <laughs>
1: but then he doesn't show you.
2: No, well he gets sidetracked, and they talk about other things. No, yeah. no, but he does explain that the re- once later on, later, yeah, but, like
1: they, they they don't do it then and there. No, but they do do it later on. Yeah, yeah. um, I love that Homer drinks
2: the bath just to make sure that it's actually caramel. Yeah. <laughs> Like he takes the risk, he just drinks bath. It's like Um, it's like if you've ever had brown on your hand. Yeah. And you're like Is it chocolate? Hmm. Could be delicious. Could be very bad. Is it worth the risk? Mm. The answer is yes, always. If someone
1: flung the toilet paper at it in the cubicle with chocolate on <laughs> <like> it.
2: <laughs> Probably a different set of circumstances.
1: <laughs> Context is important. Context is king. Uh, we get the first reference to the candy code. Then Bart is well they think they're gonna be given cool jobs. Um but no, Bart is shoveling shit for the world's smallest horse mm-hmm. and Homer is in the dunk pool, which isn't very deep at all. Then they get given the job of biting the heads off chickens and Cooter and Spud walk over saying we're gonna to go to an
2: AA meeting. Our AA meeting. Yes. I really, really like that. Very
1: funny. Um so they're gonna take over for the ring toss. Um Homer has the chicken the wrong way in his mouth, you're the luckiest chicken in the yep. world just shoves back into a cage full of chickens. Yep. <laughs> Kuda then explains the the ring toss game and how they scammed him. Yep. Um, and Homer still they won't tries fit
2: to, over the good prizes. We'll see about
3: that. Homer
1: still tries to buy rings. Spud <laughs> <laughs> explains how they attract people, use dirty slang. Yep. Homerus, let's just play this clip. I reckon it's yep. just so good.
3: You see, the trick here is the rings won't fit over the good prizes. Well, uh, we'll see about that. Give me ten rings. So anyway, uh, the main thing is to bring in the rubes.
0: Do whatever it takes. Sweet talk, insults, slang from the 30s that no one uses anymore. Like rubes? Now you're on the trolley.
3: But We gotta get. Here's the money box. Any questions? Uh, yes. Yeah. How do we handle refunds? Uh, I'm gonna give this to you. Good move. Give me ten rings.
1: Give me ten rings. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny. Uh, They're not getting any customers, though. Get on the trolley, Dad. (laughs) Yeah, not getting any customers at all. Homer thinks the shady guy with the cards is a white person. Yeah. Not a sucker at all. So then they say Principal Skinner. Yeah. Classic, your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And the reaction's great, too. That line. (laughs) Cheesy as that is. Always works. Always get a good response. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your little friend? Yeah.
1: (laughs) 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 And it's one of those things that if you tried it at the show and they said that, if you're there with your girlfriend or whatever, or your partner, and they laugh, it's like, oh, now I've got to interact with this yeah. person. <laughs> the best thing is to always pretend like you can't hear them. Yeah. That's why you've got to make sure you tell your partner, if they talk to you, pretend like you can't hear them. Mm-hmm. Because once they've got eye contact and interaction, you're in. Yep. Have you ever been it's stuck like, into playing something at the show? Well,
2: you know how Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator 2 trained himself to not blink when gunfire went off? Did he really? Yeah. And probably the first Terminator as well. Like He went to that level of effort because he's like, he's a machine. He's, he's wearing done. glasses
1: half the time though, wasn't
2: he? Uh, well, yeah, but when he's when his face is visible, trained himself that he could hear gunfire and not blink. You need to do that at the show. You need to be able to hear whatever happened and not flinch, not react, not do anything. Because once your eye darts, you're hooked. You know you're what And then the next thing you know, you're fishing rubber duckies out of a fucking man-made <laughs> pond so you can win a Lola Bunny replica toy. Not even that. Not even that. It'd be tiny it's A t- stuffed rabbit that's blue. Yeah okay, yeah. Or you're throwing darts Except the it's an actual rabbit and it's been dyed.
1: Or the the lucky ticket thing where you peel the numbers off. The lucky numbers, remember them? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that was what I was referring
2: to with the raffles here.
1: Okay, yeah. It's also too when you're walking to a supermarket and they've got those little stalls trying to get you to give money to the kids in Africa or something like that. Or Oh uh,
2: yeah yeah, so yeah. You look like someone who would like
1: paintball. I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> like,
2: just don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Paintball is not for Africa, by the way. That that's a different stall. But yeah, yeah just want to make that <laughs> distinction for people that might not have seen them.
1: You look like someone who has trouble satisfying his wife. <laughs> 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 so then, well, so the oh yeah, so Principal Skinner fails, and Agnes just gets into skinning. You actually feel bad for him.
2: You do. And then he last couple rings to go for the knife. The knife. I never got that as a kid. That's dark. Yeah, it's very funny, very though. dark. Yeah.
1: Homer and Bart then imagine what life would be like without no family. They can Mm -hmm. do this for a living. Wigan wants a bribe. Another fantastic moment. Mr. Bribe. Mr. (laughs) Makes it obvious as possible. Then when Scooter rocks up, why didn't you bribe him? I tried, but the opportunity never came up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hate to interrupt your fun, boys, but I got a few complaints that your game is crooked. (laughs) And how? Gee, I'd hate to close you down. Maybe we can reach a little uh, understanding here. I understand. Um, hey, Dad, I,
0: I think he wants... Not right
3: now, son. Daddy's talking to a policeman. Uh, let me put it this way. I'm looking for my friend Bill. Have you seen any Bills around here? No. He's Bart. Uh, 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 listen carefully, and watch me wink as I speak, okay? Okay. The guy I'm really looking for, Wink is Mr. Bribe, wink, wink. It's a ring-toss game. That's it, I'm shutting this game down. Well, ain't dead something. Our game, our home, what happened here? Cops took it. What? Why didn't you bribe them? I was trying to, but the opportunity never came up.
1: Homer offers their place to stay. Um, and Marge shudders. It's like an Obi-Wan Kenobi moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a disturbance in the force. Just, just give me a moment. <laughs> After commercial, we see Cuda. It's disgusting. Bare feet on the coffee table. Oh, I wouldn't be having that in my house.
0: Mm, no. A vagrant carny in my house. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't
2: do that to someone else's house. I'd do it on my own. Oh, yes. Yeah.
1: But you wouldn't walk into someone else's house with your dirty feet. No. On the coffee table. What else do they do that's disgusting? Uh, Spud unhinges all of his joints. Mm. Now, we find out here for the first time that Lisa has blue eyes. Do anything later tonight? Blue eyes? Uh, yeah. And it's actually a fact. Lisa actually does have blue eyes. It's a fact, on the even though page. they're
2: all drawn as yeah, black. but it's okay. reference
1: as blue eyes, yeah. That's why when there's an episode where they see them as human characters, they drew the Lisa character like more humanized with blue eyes. Hmm. Also, to a like that a, carny, a very Carney line, it must have taken you years to win all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kuda does the cigarette trick over dinner. The best
2: part about this is... Homer's it. half... Yeah. No, 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 no. He doesn't say it three times. He only says it once. Oh, does he? Not even a full no. That's okay. why I loved it so okay. much. Okay, yeah. No. <laughs> like, no.
1: that was so good. <laughs> it's really great delivery. Bart steals the necklace from Marge, the pearls, um, that Spud taught him, and they offer them the... This is where the, the scam starts to go into play. Yep. So they offer them the glass boat tickets. So they're on the glass boat... I loved the little reference to Lisa Le- Little Lisa Little Flurry. Lisa Slurry. Yeah. Yep. Yep, Just leaking good. into the ocean. Yes. Um, the sister ship, which went down last week. The Athena. <laughs> yep. With, was it 88 souls, I think? Something like that.
2: Yeah. Uh, souls. Yeah. Like, it's
1: it's so much more meaningful when you say souls. It is.
2: I like when people do that. Yeah. 38 souls on board, Captain. Yeah.
1: 88 people died. Yeah. 88 souls were lost. Yeah. Shit. Oh, man. That shit went down that day. Sounds permanent. Yeah, yeah. Marge... Uh, no, sorry. They question how did that happen and Barton home up with the shark. Teasing the sharks. Yep. Marge wishes that their car had a glass bottom car. Such a Marge line. Oh,
2: yeah. You just wonder what you're missing yeah, out <laughs>
1: <laughs> They arrive home and they think, that, you know, oh, these are the greatest carnies. The, the, the greatest people. Great, they were just carnies. The, the, the best vagrants or whatever. You yeah, vagrants. That's what they use. I, I don't think they use vagrants. They use something else, but so, something on those lines, yeah. And they realize that the house is boarded up. They're squatting the house. Now, if you yeah. came home and one of your Airbnb people were doing this, what would you do? I'd probably have
2: deserved it. <laughs> I mean, I haven't had an Airbnb person for years, but there were enough. Haven't you? No. Yeah. But there were enough incidents that, um, that have been well documented on the podcast. That was the
1: one that came up. Well, home. I let a squatter in yeah. by mistake one
0: night. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, we'll have to try and find what episode that is so we can tell new listeners to go back and listen to that. It's a really and check good story. Yeah. when. When my uh when Mitch let in a stranger into his house. Yeah. Thought it was Airbnb. Yeah. They slept on the bed, did they?
2: They slept in a bed. Yeah. Um listeners, fine, Like oh, we won't rehash it here, but long term listeners who have uh you know, we have some fans, which is nice. Um, tell us what episode that was in. Also tell us what episode the Pooh story was in, throwing the toilet paper to the cubicle because I would um The spider stories as well. Well the spider story got its own podcast. Oh, no, we did another one though. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah, you mentioned how you took it across the street. Oh yeah, the other one—the one on the. One in the, the I don't need all of them, but like, just tell us the poo story and the Airbnb story, so we can point them out.
3: That's weird. The key doesn't fit. Hey, someone's squatted up our windows. Check this out. What's going on? Tudor, what have you done to our house? It's ours now. Tell us where the extra sheets are and get off our property.
0: <gasps> They're squatting in our house.
3: You can't do this to me. What about the carny Cold? <laughs>
1: Cuda here is fantastic. Just tell us where the extra sheets are and get off my property. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's even better? When Homer's like, what about the carny Cold? And they just laugh at him. Yeah. And it goes away. And then they come back and laugh again. Yeah. Oh my God. I was laughing so hard. It was so funny. So then, first of all, they go to Wiggum. And yep. Wiggum won't help him because he wouldn't give the bribe. Daddy's waiting for the detective. Oblivious again. So the family's all in the treehouse and Margie's collecting berries. Bart's brushing his teeth with a wig. And they overhear Twig. the TV. Twig, sorry. They overhear the TV. You better not be in my ass groove. And then Lisa hears the sax. I love Over the
0: Over sink. the sink.
1: Over the sink. But Kuda wearing Homer's clothes and saying, I'm a millionaire. It's all funny. But when they throw the family photos on the fire, that's where they become bad people. No, they're all bad people as soon as they stole the I house. But, I know, but that's where I... I guess that's where I just went. Wait a minute! No, no, you're actually evil. Yeah. Okay. Like, you can get the house back. You can't get those photos back. Gotcha. You know what I
2: mean? Yeah. No. Uh, the for me it was the moment where you're like they've been scamming them the whole time. Yes. <laughs> but like, I what would be worse if someone squatted into your house? Well, clearly, destroying photo albums is worse. But you, they've still, st- still every people. They've still stolen. Like, Okay, so we're, we're, in, in today's property prices, they've stolen $500,000 worth of property plus all of your belongings. Someone has stolen $600,000. I don't have any sympathy for them. It is a pretty cool design when he's like, I'm
1: a millionaire. You look like James Barnes. He's just wearing Homer's normal clothes. Yeah. Homer falls out of the tree, just getting changed. and Stupid gravity. This conversation about fire is great. Very funny. It's, this is the family getting together. To think of, like, an idea of how to get back at people. I just think it's one of the best family moments we've had in a long time. Yeah.
0: We can't just give up our home. There's got to be a way to get those guys out of there. I say we set fire to the house. Kill them that way. We don't want to kill them, Bart. We just want our home back. Well, if we did Uh, set fire to the house. No
3: fires.
0: I've got it. No fires. Oh, there must be a way to outsmart them.
3: Uh, you can't outsmart carnival folk. They're the cleverest folk in the world. Just look at the way they sucker regular folk with those crooked games. <gasps> That's it. Fire.
1: Or um, even luckily, like just love in how as well. cold Bart
2: was. Yeah, just straight up kill him. <laughs> Let's kill him that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. it's, <laughs> not, it's not like smoke him out. Kill him that way. Is it just? It's, the, it's <laughs> like he's. Ha- how many other ways did he think of? Delivery you those. Set fire to the house. kill him that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa. You know,
1: if we did use fire, I'm suggest the ring toss game. Or the chimney ring toss game to, to Kuda. It's, it's a great build up here. So they, they suck him in. And watching this for the first time, like we said at the start, you have no idea where it's going. It's just good music. The family even the family, they play it up like, Oh, don't do it, you never win, Dad. Like they they, they really suck him in. Good. They race inside. The only sh- silly thing about this scene was Spud's response is very delayed. Did you notice that? Uh, so the door slams behind him. Oh, yeah. They hey, look at a good two house. seconds. And then he goes, hey, that is went into the house. Yeah. You wouldn't say that
2: there. Well, they were just, I think, playing up on making them stupid at that moment. It's the, the rug pull of these guys have been set up as being savvy, but at the end of the day... They're pretty dumb as well Yeah
1: I, I just think Maybe that's where The alternate ending Kicked in Or something maybe. like that Because I it just, it just felt like That pause there Was very obvious Anyway oh, I
0: can't watch
3: The... <laughs> hey,
0: they just ran into the house. That Homer fella grifted you good, Dad.
3: Well, there's no shame in being beaten by the best.
0: But he didn't seem all that... We
3: before. were
1: beaten by the best, boy. I just love the fact that the family all worked together to, to beat them. I thought it was great. Hmm. Yeah. It was a very good ending. It was a very, very good ending. So the family's cleaning up the house and Homer nearly gets sucked in again. I love, guys. The, uh, yeah. I love <laughs> that Lisa's hosing down the couch. Yeah, yes. Uh, mom, get him away from the window. <laughs> it's like Elliot having to distract Elliot from things. Does he let strangers in all the time? Mm. All the time. He and, him and and Jet just no good. Offer him treats. Anybody's. Yeah. <laughs> then Marge tells him, or tells Marge to put on a pot of coffee. He has to fix his ass groove. Um, then he does the ass groove dance to "Groove Me" by King Floyd, but it like Simpsons remix. It. Come on, Homer yeah it's a good song it's a very it's a very good ending it's just a great episode I really yeah, enjoy it it was it was a really really good episode yeah I'm, I wouldn't say it's better than some of the ones we've reviewed in season 9 but I think this is one of the ones that I always remembered enjoying but I forgot how much I really did enjoy it I guess that's I why was gonna I was going to say it's one that I'd forgotten how good it was yeah. yeah and it makes you think it might be one of the best when you, when you look at the list and it's like you know Miracle and Evergreen is this better than Miracle and Evergreen Terrace do you reckon
2: I enjoyed it more than Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. So, so far, we've had City, but I didn't love the City Mar-
1: of New York versus Homer Simpson probably better. Yeah. Lisa Sachs is good. Principal in the poor part. So it's, it's been... Season nine has been pretty good. It's been good so far. Yeah, yeah. it's been really, really good.
0: DeVille! DeVille is here! Woo!
2: What'd you learn from the episode, Mitch? I learned that the Carney code is, is like, adaptable to your situation. Like the Bible? Much like the Bible, yes. <laughs> I learned that never trust a kid with a rat tail.
1: Well, well, yeah, or the parent that gave it to him. So, you see a kid with a rat tail in 2019. What's your first thoughts, troublemaker? Up to no good. Scum.
2: Yeah. Something about this kid I don't like. Yeah. Not just in 2019, in any time frame. If I ever invented time travel, I could be in the 1800s. If I saw a rat tail, I'm making some pretty harsh judgment calls on that personality. If I went 3,000 years into the future where who knows what's happened with fashion and I see a rat's tail... I'm still looking at him going, no. What happens if the Hawthorne defence get rid of their mustaches
1: or their mullets, whatever it is they grow in this month, and then grow rat tails? That would never happen at Hawthorne. We're a family club. They have terrible mustaches and mullets. I love... It's actually local reference. That's not just Hawthorne. Blake Harwood's just like this little brother that wants to be his big brother, Ben Stratton.
2: (laughs) No, he shaved
1: his head. Because Ben Stratton did.
2: Oh. Yeah, well, that's fine. But he does whatever Ben Stratton does. Good. He's like he's like,
1: oh, I love you, big brother. I'll that's do fine. whatever you do.
2: Ben Stratton <laughs> plays lockdown defence, and Blake Arbib plays lockdown defence, and it makes us a better backline. He, he never does anything quite as good as Stratton though. He's a better kick. <laughs> no, he's not. I enjoy bad mustaches across all of the AFL. No,
1: Joe Donaher's Joe Danaher's no, mustache. No,
2: the worse the mustache, the better. Unlike mullets, I'm not big on mullets. It's but t- it's too. Hey, look at me. Like fuck off. No, I like it.
1: No, it's just
2: obnoxious. It's not. It's obnoxious. It's not obnoxious. It is. It's not. It's It's this to annoy people. I think there's a degree of self-awareness where... Well, then you spot one then. Hey? You sport one then. I did last November.
1: They're not doing it for November. They're just doing it because they're fucking idiots.
2: Yeah, I I don't want (laughs) it. I'm not in the public eye. (laughs) These guys would do it if they weren't in the public eye. I think it's taking the piss out of public icon and imagery and that sort of thing. They're like, no, fuck it. I don't need to be clean shaven. I'm going to have this awful thing. Dane Rampey, he had one of the he's got one of the best bad mustaches but going around. But that was an
1: actual mustache. Neil, Joe Danaher's mustache. I've got more hair on my arse. Okay, so you don't have a problem with mustaches. Face. You have a
2: problem with Joe he's, Danaher's yeah. mustache.
1: Go, grow a, if you can grow a good mustache, an actual mustache, more power to you. He's got bum fluff on his fucking face. Oh, he's giving it a crack.
2: It's no good. It's good. He's been out of the game for a year and he hasn't grown anymore. Terrible. Well, it's not like not playing on Saturday helps you grow facial hair. But a year. He's nah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Mailbag time.
1: DeVille. DeVille! is here.
2: Ooh. Rob Iveso writes in. Uh, hey, hey Rob. guys, he's actually chasing us up because he messaged the uh, page. the page and we didn't reply. Got lost in the shovel. Yep, sorry. Sorry. Um we've inspired him to start his own Simpsons trivia podcast uh by us. He means him and an equally Simpsons tragic fan uh andy both of them are from brisbane we've been fans of your podcast for ages and now for about half as long we've been talking about doing something similar focused purely on trivia so um i think they're cherry picking they've started with their first episode of stark raving dad um it's called no money down we're very explicit about the fact that we don't fly in the same orbit as four finger discount we mentioned four finger discount on the very first podcast thank you very much, guys. And say words to the effect of "If you can only listen to one Simpsons podcast, listen to this." <laughs> so if you can listen to two Simpsons podcasts, or even one and a half, chuck half an hour their way and listen I feel to like
1: there's a shitload of Simpsons podcasts now. Probably Start there's, there's it, yeah. a lot of them listen out
2: there. to the No Money Down podcast if you want to get an in depth review of trivia. Speaking
1: it's... of trivia. We have
2: our trivia slash live podcast
1: slash Bode's live Simpsons performance coming up May 30th at the Spot of Mallard in Melbourne. Still some tickets available, but it's getting close to selling out. So if you want to come to it, we had the last one sold out completely. It was a fantastic night. Plenty of uh, prizes are going to be given away. A PlayStation 2 with a copy of Simpsons Hit and Run. That's just the door prize. So if you buy a ticket... Not only do you get to experience the evening and potentially win the prizes for the trivia, but you also get a free ticket to go into the raffle to win the PlayStation Two slash Simpsons Hit and Run. Mm. Got Simpsons pop vinyls. You got them right here in the box. Do you want to take
2: a look, at Mitch? Uh, I can see the lids.
1: We've got Radioactive Man, Grandpa, Bartman, right That's Homer, Moomoo. Now you were the first person in the world, besides myself, to actually hold that. That hasn't been released yet.
2: I enjoy the Homer Moomoo. It's yeah. very, very cool.
1: It's a very. It's probably one of the coolest pops I've seen. So yeah. we're going to be giving those away at the trivia night, May thirtieth. So, you'll be one of the first people in Australia to have the Moomoo pot vinyl figure if you come to that. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just going to be a great night. Three rounds, all Simpsons-based uh, questions from seasons one through to ten. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. It's going to be yep. great. Um, we're also going to be looking at doing a show in Sydney. So, if you're in New South Wales, we're going to be not promising any dates, but we're going to be looking into it in between now
2: and July. We are in talks with venues. Yes. So, we've got to line something up that works. Yes,
1: between now and July. So, look out for that as well. But uh, yeah, thank you also to everybody that has rated and reviewed us on the iTunes store this uh, this past week. Plenty of reviews coming through. Um, if you do have 60 seconds uh, to spare. Please jump onto iTunes, give us five stars and tell us why you love the podcast so much. It really just helps us boost up the rankings on iTunes and really helps the show. So, thank you, like I said, to everyone who's already done it and thank you in advance to everybody that's going to be doing it right now. Mitch, next question.
2: Do we got? Well, we haven't got a question, but we've got James Fraser mm-hmm. getting back in touch with us to find out. Dando, We've been had by Mr. James Fraser. We were speaking a couple of weeks back about him thinking that he'd noticed us in the audience of the school play in the episode titled Dedicus Finch. We spent 10 fucking minutes looking for us. Now, I did not pay attention to when Mr. Fraser had sent that email, but that was on April 1st, 6.43 a.m. Now, to go one step further, James actually thought of it a year earlier. But then it slipped his mind on the day, and he set an alarm <laughs> no. for next April. <laughs> He's been holding on to that for a year. Wow! So
1: well played. So I didn't. Well, we looked for like ten minutes. We we're like, does he mean this guy? Like, we're, yeah, we're pulling at straws. Yeah, clutching at straws. It's clutching like, at straws. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. We um. Yeah, and we, I, I cut that all out of the episode. I just left in you mentioning it, and then me saying, "Any listeners out there who have watched the episode, let us know," because we sat there for literally ten minutes looking through it, shot frame by frame. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well played, James Frazier. You are not invited to the trivia night. <laughs> um, I only want to read the second... It- so I've got an email here from Tim Neath. Hi again. Sorry, I just had to apologise. I stopped the podcast before Mitch corrected Dando. My bad. I look forward to your reply. Which, what was what the... <laughs> it was picking up a thing in it's... Um, in Miracle on Evergreen Terrace, which was Homer yelling at Lisa to stop playing the piano, which was a reference to It's a Wonderful Life. So yes. he's done that thing where he's just gone off a little bit too early on yeah. the email. But, well, you didn't know this. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been sent. <laughs> <laughs> but good on you for following up and apologizing.
1: I love that he paused the podcast to send the po- send the email, then continue the podcast. Yep. Well,
2: there's absolutely no way that they'll be realizing their own mistakes I will stop listening now. Was, was, was it a, was it a, oh crap moment or was it a, oh dear? Uh, I think it'd be, oh dear. <laughs> Alison Morgan writes in, hey guys, I've almost caught up. Just finished listening to Lisa's sacks and really enjoyed it. For the last few podcasts, I keep saying, oh man, I remember something I should email Mitch and Dando, but that would clog your inbox and I've forgotten most of them by now. However, this episode always gives her a nostalgic feel. Same. Yeah, it does. In grade seven, she started a new school and tried her best to fit in as a choir girl. This was super new to me, so I knew that this would not help the fit-in bullshit every 12 to 13-year-old goes through. As the teacher explained the different instruments to us, she finally came to the saxophone. I was elated as the entire class broke into Homer's saxophone. That's pretty great. And it was in choir, so that would have sounded amazing. Like, they would have fucking done it in harmony. Someone would have gone high, someone would have gone low. It's one of the way uh, Nicola won well, my heart because like- Nicola can play sax. Oh yeah, and she had
1: a sax at home. And the first thing she ever did was went saxophone yeah. into the saxophone. I was like, I knew I married is you for a
2: reason. It's one of those choir songs is like, da, 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 da. like phone. Anyway. What the hell is that? oh no, it's 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 at this. I reckon it's at the start of the Adams family. It's- do you mean the start of Home Alone? That 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 choir song? Maybe. I don't know. There's definitely a choir song. It's just very high pitched and very staccato in the way it's done. I'm I just, just don't know. I, I'm thinking of Home Alone, but I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. yeah. We quickly found out that the teacher hated The Simpsons. We were not allowed to disgrace the instruments in her class. Jesus. She's disgusting. got full Largo on you. They, they, they're called saxophones. You will not? not take the saxophone's name in vain. <laughs> what
1: was the other one?
2: Obermabo? 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 ba Saxophone. ba. sounds <laughs> so good. What did I learn that day? If I pick the saxophone, I'm getting kicked out. Of, kicked out of music class every day. Pick the damn clarinet, clarinet. anyway, that's from Allison. So say clarinet in the in uh, the voice of Hannibal Lecter.
1: Clarinet. <laughs> One more question. One more question.
2: I did Hannibal Electra to Ash last night, actually. She got some new glasses and was in the hallway where the light was not on. I was in a room where the light was on, so I couldn't quite say her properly. You didn't like, quote his roommate, did you? No, no, no. I just. <laughs> no. I. Uh, <laughs> I, did, No. I. Just gave it the step into the light. Closer. <laughs> Closer. I <laughs> <Ash laughs> would not have got show. the reference. Be like, what no, the she fuck does. She gets. My Hannibal Lecter voice. Okay. She's seen Silence of the Lambs and she knows that it's incredibly, incredibly creepy. I actually got to hit her with that the, uh, recently because she... I'm glad you continue that
1: sentence. I actually, I actually got to hit her. Hit her
2: with that <laughs> because she told me a story the other day about staying on a farm and being horrified when someone cut the head off a chicken. I was like, are the chickens still clucking for you, Ashley? Anyway... Jason Clear, I was listening to your review of Miracle on Evergreen Terrace, and in your trivia, you asked what the tip jar said. It says March of Dimes, and that's what makes the joke so much worse than you realised. It's not a tip jar at all, but rather a donation jar for the children's charity by the name March of
1: Dimes. We, we mentioned what the name was, because I asked you and you looked at the No, but it.
2: it's a reference to a charity, not a tip jar. We got the name oh. right. Oh. We just didn't get the purpose of it but right. Didn't he say
1: the tip jar from the bar? I'm giving him the tip jar from the bar.
2: Uh, pos Well, look, if it is, he might have still said that, but it's called March of Dimes. So, he's basically okay. stolen from charity okay. to give to charity.
1: Yeah, okay. Is that something only Americans would really understand? I don't know.
2: They've got a do- .org address, so that could have come from anywhere. Um, That's actually it. Like, that's the emails that we got this week. No one's really asked a question. Cool. So, no we're done.
1: We'll have to do some more Patreon-exclusive uh Hosts in the, in there was the... a lot of good feedback about the "Ask Us Anything" yes as well. Yeah, we'll do more of those. Also, we've just uploaded our review of uh, Avengers Endgame. The movie guys has returned finally for mm-hmm. 2019 with a two plus hour review of the Endgame movie. Great movie, Um we won't spoil anything. That, Amazing that movie is full of spoilers. Don't listen though. to that until you have watched the movie. Yes, full of spoilers because there's no point in trying to do a two hour review on the movie without spoiling it. Just the review wouldn't be any good.
2: Well, it could be good, but it'd be pointless. Yeah,
1: like, why well, would you listen to a to well, would I, I just think, think for the most part, review. yeah,
2: I'll, for yeah. the most part with podcasts, if you want to listen to an in-depth thing about a thing, you've seen the thing.
1: Yes, exactly right.
2: Um, yeah, so check that out as well. That's
1: available to $5 plus patrons at the moment, but next week it's going to be uploaded for free. So, the Movie Guys podcast is now going to be early access to patrons and then going to be jumping up onto the free feed. Which will be a separate feed which I'll post on the Facebook page yep. and whatnot. So you won't miss out on that, so stay tuned for that.
2: Yep. And aside from that, just a quick recap that or, or we'll cover off again. Trivia is on the thirtieth of May at yep. the Spot of would Grab your tickets for that. And I'm thinking perhaps a little meet and greet might be in order for some Patreon. A meet and greet. A meet and greet. What do you mean? If you're a patron and you're coming, you might get some early access. Okay. Little little half hour acquired. Maybe we
1: sit behind a table, get in line.
2: Ash <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> No. no, no, no. I mean, like, just, you know, have a, a pre show pre-show drink.
1: Pre show drink, yeah, because we're going to have dinner on that Simpsons themed menu mm-hmm. as well. We forgot yep. to mention that. And it's going to be prizes for Best Dressed as well. And Try the Door and Prize. Door Prize. Did you as mention well. the Door Prize? Yeah, the PlayStation 2 with good. Simpsons. I tuned run. out when you started talking about it earlier. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Plenty of Simpsons based prizes. It's going to be fantastic. Um, also, yeah, like we said as well, uh, we've got a Patreon page. If you want to support the show and get access to some exclusive content, we've got the Future Iron podcast on there. We've got the Movie Guys podcast. We've got bonus Simpsons episode podcasts plenty of stuff up on there it's as little as one dollar a month to become a patron um two dollar plus gets you access into some podcasts and the exclusive four finger discount facebook group which if you're a fan of the show i guarantee you're gonna love bantering with the other listeners of the show it's really really great i love going on there each and every day and just chatting to all the listeners don't forget next week we're going to be doing our review of the joy of sect this one's (coughs) going to be great a really really solid episode with the leader beans remember
2: that one? Yeah. Oh, of course I remember that. It's going to be fantastic.
1: I am muddier than thou. <laughs> the comb.
2: Yes. <Yeah>, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's so good. All uh, right. Any final words for the listeners? Well, my new yeah. final word, when you can't find a GIF slash GIF. I mean, we had, I had this conversation with someone the other day that it's actually pronounced GIF, but so many people pronounce it GIF that when you say GIF, you feel like you have to actually... Or if you say GIF, you feel like... You're Is it be looked definitely up. GIF? Yeah. The guy that invented it. That's, He's coming That's what it. he okay. said. Anyway you have been gif placed I don't like it well fuck you <laughs> come up with something better Shh.